Driving through the night trying to keep my eyes open The generator's busted and the AC's broken I'm talking to the Lord, hope he helps us get there safe And we made it to the show, now we're singing to the crowd We're playing on court and we're screaming real loud Try to get home early, but I know that ain't the case Yeah, it's another hotel room Yo, what's up? Welcome to Politics on the Rocks. We're here, and we're queer. Check. <laughs> Do I sound quiet? Check, one, two, three. Yeah, uh, what's up, fellas? Hey. <sighs> so this will actually kind of be our first episode back, officially, since <laughs> the first our two. last two attempts didn't really work out. So oh, as, yeah. as, well, no, you guys don't know yet. Cameron had a kid. Oh yeah, oh, they don't know. This is like the third time we've mentioned this. It feels like it's not yeah. new anymore. Yeah. Oh wow, this is so yeah. weird. So He's this is our, our first episode back as uh, Cameron being a father. Mm. So mm-hmm. uh, since apparently his kid needs quiet, like silence or something to sleep, we're uh, we're we're recording from a different location. Mm. So we're actually inside tonight because it's probably going to rain, and we don't have a porch at our new studio, and it's hot. <laughs> and it's hot as fucking balls. But it's not that much warmer or colder in here because because it's our new studio's house. house is <laughs> it's seventy three in here. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, that was um, "Porch Light" by Josh Malloy and uh, Cameron. Care to introduce our special guest, dude? This evening, it's so interesting doing this inside. Yeah, it sounds very uh, yeah. It's crisp. It's very yeah, very much crisp. better than it makes normal. me want to scream. Yeah, I don't know what's. We gotta let's not do that. You can if you want. I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> don't come. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so special guest this evening, Widow Jane. Uh, it's a rye mash and it's American oak aged, and it looks like your pee after you didn't drink very much. You know what it reminds yeah. me of? The difference <laughs> between like a uh, Dehydrated like piss. a normal IPA versus like a hazy IPA? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a little hazy. It's like it's a hazy like, whiskey. It's like if you didn't drink any water all day and you worked. Yeah, it and actually you took a piss and you also like have this. AIDS. That's what it looks oh, like. Oh, AIDS too. Okay. That's good. It's not bad. It's nothing special, I don't think. No, but it's not bad. What's, uh, what's the price point? It's like a $45 bottle. Mm-hmm. Heavy rye. Heavy rye. Yeah. You definitely taste the rye in it, but it tastes like it has apples in it or something. I was going to say it's very fruity. Yeah. Not sweet, but fruity. Yeah. Mm. Perfect for the month Just of like June. my boys. Your boys? <laughs> sweet and fruity. Sweet and fruity. No, like not, not sweet. Just fruity. No. Not sweet. Yeah, sweet and some fruit. Mm. A little sweet. It's, a little sweet. it's good though. It's like that strong. And it's actually it's nice because you know it's only ninety one proof. Oh wow! I did the the math wrong last time. <laughs> and it you know it drinks good. That's right. It took me a second too. Yeah. Does it? The, yeah. Does it say it on the bottle or you have to double it? It just says forty five point five. The next person. Huh? Double and give it to the yeah, next the, person. We'll double it. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. It's not bad. Forty dollars. It's good. Different. It's good. Yeah. It's different. It's different. I saw Widow Jane, and I know what we've only had two other bottles, mm-hmm. and uh, both of them are pretty good. And I was like, "Oh shit!" I thought all their shit was like, you know, in that sixty to seventy dollar range. Yeah, I saw their that one forty five bucks. So uh, I was like, yeah, I'll "Give it a try." 
I remember the $70 bottle. It was like the ABC pick or whatever. That one was good. I like that one. It was one. good. Yeah. That was yeah. a good one. I remember also thinking, though, that like I wouldn't necessarily buy it again for $70. Though. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, $70 was a little steep. But yeah. <sighs> I just come from New York, so I would mm. much rather buy some chicken cock. Chicken cock. Yeah. That's yeah. one we got to revisit. And there's also go. two chicken cocks you haven't I've tried I've been thinking yet. about chicken cock Yeah, there's a lot the rye. Lately. Yeah, we haven't done the rye, and there's like a <clears> one with like a red label on it. Like a I cherry finish, something like that. A cherry finish, probably. The uh, yeah, the the rye is like twice the price of the uh, the regular one. It's like oh, one twenty, yeah, right? right? Oh wow! Yeah, it's like one hundred twenty bucks. It's worthy. We gotta try it. Um, mm. There's Long chicken the cock. cock chancellor, which is a four hundred and fifty dollar bottle. That's the one we want. Uh, there's the straight bourbon, which is what we had. The rye. Any of our listeners want to. Subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Link in the, it's in the link tree. <laughs> yeah, it's in, in the, the link, link tree. tree. If you can find it. <laughs> um, that's the only... Oh, wait. What's this one? Oh, gosh. Where'd it go? Well, if you typed in chicken cock and it was just a bunch of pictures of chicken's cocks. <laughs> Island rooster. They probably had to do a lot of CEO management, or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. To make yeah. sure it doesn't happen. <laughs> SEO. Shaking cat. Cotton Club Rye. That sounds kind of racist. Yeah. Probably really Ooh, good. Let's not bring that one up again. <laughs> probably re- age 20 years. Wow. It's probably mm. delicious. It's $480. Jeez. Mm. We need it. Somebody buy it. Yeah. Send it to us. <laughs> oh, roost. Oh, chicken cock does rum. Oh, rooster rum barrel rye. Oh, oh okay. I think I like the sound of that. Okay. Double oak. They have a double oak. Wow. wow. They got a lot. They got a lot of stuff I've never seen before. Yeah, private cask. That one looks chicken cock. It's 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 it's, it's, it's Kentucky <laughs> bourbon, right? Yes, I think oh, so. Oh, certain. I don't it remember. To be honest with you, yeah, it's been a been a minute since I've blessed my lips. Yeah, Kentucky straight bourbon. Straight bourbon. Nice. Bob been Bob. a bit. Been a bit since I've had one. Anyways, what else is happening? Not a whole lot, man. Just uh, you know, that's it. <laughs> nice. That's it. Yeah. Not a lot. No. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. You know. No. Lively. Trump got indicted today. No, Trump was arrested today. He was indicted like three days ago. Oh, okay. He was arrested. Oh, I thought he, he was, was they impaled put him in the cuffs? today. Uh, they did not put him in handcuffs, and they did not do a mugshot, but he did get, have to go down and do the fingerprints. and. Yeah, Miami is wild downtown. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it happened in Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Lock yeah. him up. It's no, I think it was everybody for him. Yeah. Yeah, but there was a few uh, counter protesters. Yeah. And those people are insane. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, pretty much like, That's my honestly, enemy, anyone who takes the time to go out to demonstrate in favor or against a politician is or usually insane. kind of insane. True. <laughs> this is true. Like, get a life. <laughs> it just seems particularly dangerous in Miami to do something like that. Yeah. I saw, oh man, I was walking at the gym the other day. I saw one of the like little like scrolling headlines on one of the news channels, and it said like Trump stated that even if he's convicted, he's still going to run, which is pretty nice. beast. That's pretty beast. That'd mm-hmm. be pretty funny if he was like debating like from a prison cell on. Yeah, on <laughs> he's Zoom still chat. winning. <laughs> he's got his like j- his uh, cell bitch like doing his hair for him. <laughs> I think <laughs> you like giving him corn rolls. Can still run, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Orange man in an orange suit. <laughs> yeah, that's clever. That's clever. Yeah. Well, remember we did that uh, last year. There's that Florida guy who's running for Congress in Florida. Yeah. He was uh, in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if he did uh, become president, we'd get a good prison reform bill. Yeah, right? That'd be <laughs> interesting. 
<laughs> Freaking Daddy D is just like, ah, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy D gravel. just shows up thinking it's Guantanamo Bay trying to like torture him. <laughs> Daddy D's He's like, I heard what you said about me, little bitch. <laughs> Get the waterboard. Little yes. bitch, you're going to suck on these meatballs. Can you imagine uh, Trump getting waterboarded? <laughs> that sounds... Uh, Amazing. It'd be, be funny. Be hilarious. He'd, he'd yeah. still be like talking shit between breaths. Yeah. Like every time he could catch his breath, he'd be like, "Bitch!" <laughs> he's like, "Roseanne." <laughs> yeah. yeah, Roseanne's fat. <laughs> got him. Uh, so our base bro, we've got two Ted's, a little TT, two Ted, two squared, two Ted Tuesday, two, two Ted Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm, um, two Ted's, two based. The first and obvious, obviously the more base bro. Ted Kaczynski, <laughs> rest in peace. The passing of our sweet, sweet Uncle Ted. Yep. For those of you who don't know him, you should look up his story. It's very uh, heartwarming, dare I say. He's American icon. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a um, you know, it's a it's a tale of grit and perseverance, and ultimately, you know, it's a it's a hero's journey. kind of yeah, it's a hero's journey kind of story. Um, doesn't have the greatest ending. But you know, but the beginning's fun. The beginning's fun. Yeah, and during's fun. Yeah, it wasn't that fun for a couple people, but <laughs> just a few. It was just um, a couple. How, what is the number? Just a couple. I think it's uh, three or five, right? I mean, yeah. look, look, that's it. Look, nobody that got died. killed. Nobody died. Did people die? I want to say it was like I thought he just blew a couple fingers off. No, I think he blew a ton of people's fingers off. <laughs> twenty, <laughs> yeah. He killed three people and injured twenty-three others. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. A lot of just, people lost their fingers. I mean, honestly, though, he really wasn't that good at making bombs. He wasn't. No. No. He was, about just, it now. he was just blowing their their fingers off he, and stuff. Yeah. I did. Or maybe he was doing that on purpose. I don't know. Maybe that would be a, a, a more annoying thing. thing. Yeah. Just kind of like blow their hands off. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> Just kill me. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. That's actually pretty fucked up uh, to think about. Allegedly, he killed himself, which is a, is weird to me. Like, why didn't you do it sooner? All like, this know? time? Like, yeah. I've seen? Yeah. I doubt that. I, I mean, I, I don't know like, old, though. Wasn't like what 80? the motivation would be to kill him. Like, if, you know, I'm not saying he yeah, was killed, point. but like, I, I, either, either way, I guess, I don't know. I, I guess. think the conspiracy theorists will never accept it, though. No. For sure. It definitely doesn't make sense, but then at the same time, he's like, I'm obviously not getting out of here. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe there yeah, comes it a took point him, where It you're took just him like, that long to get to that. <laughs> I mean, dude, 81. I, I don't know. I'm sorry he lived that long. Yeah, especially, you know, being like an MK Ultra trial guy, you think you would have thought for sure he would have gone insane. In well, that, that's, that's another thing, though. Like, if you were somebody who, you know, that, that happened to. Yeah, in the beginning of their life or whatever, the middle of their life, and then you've been sitting in prison and now you're 80 years old. You might, in your mental state, think it's time to go. Yeah, you know, like you even, might be like, I'm ready to go. Even just like anyone, yeah, in prison for life and for sure. And you get to that 80 get, year old yeah, you're point, just like yeah, yeah. 80 old. I had enough. <laughs> you're like, maybe if I was outside playing golf, but no. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. What's the alternative? You get old in prison. That doesn't sound fun. No. No, it doesn't. Like no. getting old isn't fun in general. And being in prison isn't either. Right. Like, so those are like compounding. Sucks. Kind of shit. Shit sticks. Yeah. Shit boxes. Um, not good. Shit boxes. Yes. Uh, and then our other base bro is uh, Ted Cruz. Not typically a very not typically base on guy, the base list. No. But. Um, he was in, I think, a Senate hearing or something, and he was uh, going off 
on the FBI. So let's uh, take a look and listen at that. Recorders. I'm not going to comment on any investigative matters, Senator. See, that's the problem. The FBI, and I've had this conversation with Chris Ray too, this is why you are damaging the institution. The American people have a right to know whether there is serious, credible evidence that the President of the United States took a $5 million bribe. And by the way, if it's false, Chairman Durbin just rolled his eyes. If Chairman Durbin were interested in the rule of law, we would have a hearing on these allegations. But of course, the Democrats don't want a hearing on these allegations. And to be clear, if the allegations are false, you know who could disprove them? Joe Biden. He could call for this to be released publicly. But the FBI is stonewalling. Would two, you agree? Two things, Senator. No sure. one's stonewalling. The 1023 you just said you refused was provided to answer the question. in response to a subpoena. Okay, the then House why'd you Oversight refuse to Committee. answer my the, question? The pertinent information is there, and I reject your assertion that the why FBI is Why did you refuse to answer my question? I just answered your question. Okay. So, yes, you have a 1023. Do you have the 17 recordings? Yes or no? I'm not going to get further into that. So you're stonewalling. You can't say I'm not refusing to answer your question, but I won't answer your question. I'm going to answer within the parameters that we operate in. That's the problem. The FBI has right now an unlimited hubris that you believe you are unaccountable. You don't believe you're accountable to the United States Congress, and you don't believe you're accountable to the American people. Do you Uh, have those 17 recordings? That's uh, pretty based. And yep. pretty accurate also. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it is pretty crazy to think of like people nowadays are kinda used to it. The FBI and the CIA kinda running rampant and doing their own thing. But like I mean if you know anything about how the Constitution is set up, like what he just said, the US Congress is kind of like the end all be all. They're like that's who everybody is accountable to, essentially. Right. In the system that we have. <laughs> so the fact that they can't even get answers out of them for, like, very simple questions. They really do just crazy. do whatever the fuck they want. It's pretty uh, pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It I must mean, be fun to be in that the position. Congress is, like, basically, like, the redheaded stepchild of the U.S. government because they're, like, they're supposed to have all the control. But, like, we've gone into how many wars without their approval now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just, like, all the big decisions are being made elsewhere. And the Congress is just kind of like fucking total cucks and just like taking it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's gotten a little wild, a yeah, little crazy. Some would say. Some would say so. I love how. Uh, so I think you started the recording a little bit later into it, but he mentioned that guy Chris Ray like two or three times, and I was just la- like kind of laughing in my head thinking about like this guy Chris Ray is like you know, kind of a middle-of-the-road guy, and he doesn't want to be brought into this, and he keeps going, he keeps going, yeah. me and Chris Ray were talking about this. Yeah. The FBI's a bunch of punks. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Chris no, no. Ray's over there like, no, that's not, that's not what I said. That's not yeah. what I said. We're like, ooh. <laughs> but the I think I know who mouth. that is. I think, he, I think he's pretty hardcore, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, he brings up a good point that they just kind of do whatever the fuck they want, and when's the last time you heard, like, Anything happening, like any sort of punitive action taken well, on the FBI? Well, remember whenever, um, fuck, what was it? I think it was for the Russiagate stuff. Yeah, it was for the Russiagate stuff. The There is a single FBI agent that got, he kind of like took the fall for, for it with the whole like Carter Page thing mm-hmm. and how like, 
the FBI knew that Carter Page was a fucking like CIA asset, yeah. and he was he was like one of the U.S.'s guys, and he, they knew that he wasn't uh, like a spy for Russia. Right. They knew that for a fact, and the CIA told the FBI that, so they knew that. And um, one guy at the FBI took the fall for all of that, and nothing happened to him. Which is crazy because a story that big, how was how was it one guy? Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't one guy. Right, it was just, exactly. he's the guy that took the yeah, exactly. No, that's yeah, that, that's what I was getting. Think about at. the yep. bonus you get for taking something on like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I'll look, take the fall, but we're gonna give you a couple of mil. Yeah. Just take, just say you did it. Yeah, yeah. done. Right. <laughs> even you even look at like uh, some of the m- more horrific atrocities that they've committed, like uh, Ruby Ridge and Waco, Texas, and. I don't think anybody was fired in either of those instances either. I could mm. be wrong. I just made that up. Probably not, though. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, and fucking, like, Janet Reno uh, basically, like, okayed the whole Waco thing, and she got off scot-free. Um, yeah. That, that reminded me of this uh, story I saw on uh, this uh, Instagram page I follow. It's called, like, Something Espionage, and they, like... They post all these stories about spies and, like, how they got caught and stuff. And sometimes there's, like, video footage of when they get arrested or, like, other, like, cool shit. But um, this one guy who was an FBI agent, he was uh, a Soviet spy. And uh, he did this for, like, 22 years. He was, like, spying for the Soviet Union and giving them, like, straight up. Just like in the inside, into he was like a high ranking person at the FBI, and uh, he got paid over that twenty two years like one point four million dollars. And I did the the math, and that's like a sixty three thousand dollars a year take home pay. I was like, dude, just fucking get a side gig. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. <laughs> You're like risking like prison for life <laughs> for sixty three thousand dollars a year. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty crazy. It's insane. But I guess when they caught him, he, like, said that the money, it wasn't about the money. He was, like, he was kind of fucked in the head, and he just, like, got off on the fact that, like, he was in a room full of people that were looking for him. They didn't know it was him. Dang. So, yeah. You'll be happy to know that no government agents were held responsible for anything involving Ruby Ridge or Waco, Texas. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, they can't be charged. Wow. Yeah, that's Ruby Ridge that and government agents cleared. An independent special counsel concluded with 100% certainty that federal agents involved in the 93 Branch Davidian siege near Waco, Texas are not guilty of any wrongdoing during the standoff. Have you ever seen that uh <coughs> that uh thermal footage from a helicopter of like as the building was burning? I guess there was some like Delta operators that were there towards the end. Oh, really? And um, they, as the building was burning, people are like trying to run out of the building, and these Delta operators just fucking like shoot them as they're as oh, they're nice. running out of the building. Nice, that's yeah. crazy. It's a disputed video, but oh, I think it's still. the muzzle flashes are quite clear. <laughs> Damn, <clears throat> yeah. not a good look for the federal government, huh? Yeah, not re- not typically. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, they, they. They actually did a pretty good documentary on Netflix. Yeah, it was all, it. it was really good. It was a docu series, I guess, not yeah. necessarily a documentary. What I was impressed by, and there, there's, I think there's several, so you got to make sure you're watching the right one. Um, 
But what I was impressed by was they were not at all afraid to make it look like, uh, you know, the Branch Davidians were just kind of just trying to be left alone. Yeah, well, yeah. The, like p- p- part of the people who produced that were like people who were actually part of the Branch Davidi- Davidians. Oh, yeah, that's right. They so it was like yeah, one of the guys. Interviews. Yeah, one of the young. Well, at the time, he was like a younger boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, with some of the interviews they had with like the people, like the producers and everything. Yeah. It was actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there was like a book written. Yeah. It was based like, off, I think, the guy's book. Like, obviously, it was like a weird cult and shit, but yeah. like. All these people were there voluntarily. It's not like they were like prisoners or anything right. like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. I remember uh, Scott <coughs> Scott Horton, he was talking about it, and he was he's from Texas, so he, like, lived really close to Waco when it happened. And he was talking about how, like, a lot of, like, the people who lived in the area kind of, like, like were against them and, like, were happy that all this shit was happening to them. That's crazy. And, like, he said, like, he'd go to the grocery store and he'd just overhear, like, an old lady, like... Because, you know, uh, David Koresh was, like, claiming that he was, like, a a, uh, a prophet. prophet. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of these, like, older ladies were just, like, you know, they're super, you know, just church-going old ladies that (laughs) fucking don't know any better. And uh, they were just, like, fucking, like, yeah... I hope they fucking kill him and shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's crazy to just see like how like normal everyday, you know, just your normal church going older woman can turn into like a fucking like yeah, just looking out for blood just mm-hmm. with like the simple propaganda that they'll throw at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially when it's like somebody else doing like the work. Yeah. You know, they can be like, "Wow, well, you know." Oh, right. Yeah. You know That's always And a, you don't see the actual reality of it like mm-hmm. up close and personal, exactly. you know. I got your. Did you hear me? I got your dad. We were, we were watching the Ukrainian war footage, and he's like, "I don't want to see that shit." And I'm like, "You should be forced to." That you're like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and we got into a little little debate <laughs> going back and forth about how, right? Uh, you know, I was like, "This is what your money like. You supporting this. You're this is what you're supporting. You're supporting this going on even longer." Like, look at these 18-year-olds and shoot each other. Isn't it great? And he's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, bullshit. He's like, Putin thought he was going to come in and steamroll that place. And I'm like, yeah, and he would have if it wasn't for... Yeah, it'd be over right now. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and he would have for American money. And he's like, oh, and you're okay with that? I'm like, no, I'm not. But I'm just saying it would have been over with. They would have been forced to make an agreement. And whether that agreement is fair or not is besides the point. But nobody would be dying. Right. Mm. And he's like, oh, maybe I I could have swore I thought I heard him say, man, maybe that's maybe that's true. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's definitely true, Uncle Glenn. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> oh Love yeah, that. it's tough Love to like. Bastard. It's tough for uh, people to kind of get out of their like, uh, you know, red versus blue mindset sometimes, where like mm. you actually look at like what's actually going on. Right, you know, people are dying. Continuously, yeah, because the conflict continues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It still amazes me that that's a that's a blue thing. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> you know. Or wait, did I say that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Is that right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just it's strange that that you know, like the, the anti anti war left. The anti yeah yeah anti war mm-hmm. left wants a war to continue getting even bigger and. 
It is crazy. It, yeah, over the days. past like a uh, little while now, it's been like really. Uh, I keep seeing those memes. It's like, what happened to the um, small government Republicans and the anti-war Democrats? Yeah. Like, where are they hiding? Yeah. Not in either one of those parties. That's for damn sure. Yeah. It's the meme with the astronauts. Like, it was never there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, where's all the... They were never there. Yeah. Ooh, boy. What are, we, what are we talking about tonight? Yeah. I got to spice this up. Let's spice it up, yeah, dude. Spice it up. It feels weird being inside. I got to yeah. say, it's different. We're, yeah, an, we're an outside crew. It's a different vibe. It's very you know? different. Yeah. Did the old lady word, get eaten by an alligator, or strap her husband to a fucking bed and let not him yet, drown. Chris? Not yet. I was gonna say, what? Like, we let's just started. Let's get some shit going here. He's like, let's go right to Florida, man. <laughs> yeah, let's go right into. Florida. I need people dying. Alligators getting uh, eaten. Let's <laughs> see them die. Uh, government <laughs> hand and private. So yeah, we got some. Some, I guess we're just going to go over some videos, yeah? Yeah, we got some Stossel. Ooh, dude. before we get into that, I um, I wanted to talk Ooh. about the Native ATF ban pistol brace ban. Oh, guns. Good. Um, oh, are they finally repealing it? No, but uh, as uh, many of us know, June 1st was the day it went into effect, oh, I, I, I believe. Uh, anyway, so now that it's been some weeks since that uh, that deadline to register your your firearm or your pistol brace as an SBR went into effect, now we have some data to see like compliance. How many people actually did it? Right, compliance rates. So, so there was seventeen million little, pistol braces, right? In uh, th- there's a large kind of scale, and depending yeah. on what scale you you use to calculate these numbers, you're obviously going to get a little yeah. different. Number. Um, so this is an excerpt from thereload.com, obviously a gun page. Um, but the title of the page is ATF says a quarter million gun regist- guns registered under pistol brace ban. The final rule provided pro- uh, possessors of such firearms the option to comply with the registration requirements of the National Firearms Act through a tax-free process using either the ATF e-form system or a paper application process with a deadline of such applications of 11.59 on May 31st. Eric Longnecker, Deputy Chief of the ATF's Public Affairs Division, told The Reload. As of June 1st, 2023, ATF received 255,162 applications for the tax-free registration. Now, this was something they did kind of... A lot of people were referring to it as the amnesty so basically, if you had a gun with a pistol brace, you could register it as an S- SBR. They would kind of expedite the processing, and you would get uh, you wouldn't have to pay the two hundred dollar tax stamp that you typically would. And they, I think, the idea was that they were going to get you know a bunch of people to just be like, oh, well, whatever. Well, I might as well do it. It's free. Um, but as of right now, the number represents just a fraction of the brace guns believed to have been sold in the decade since the ATF first classified a version as the outs- as outside the scope of the NFA. In the impact assessment for the rule, the ATF estimated that 3 to 7 million devices exist. However, the Congressional Research Service puts that number much higher at somewhere between 10 to 40 million. Jeez. That puts the registration rate for pistol brace Pistol, pistol brace equipped guns at between 0.6 and 8%. Oh my God. Whoa! So. Killing it. 0.6 if there's 40 million and 8%. If yeah, like, yeah, like I said, depending on the yeah. numbers you're going which with. Which still, I mean, 
even if it's like the best case scenario, eight percent. That's, that's not nothing. very much. No, not at all. Which yeah. I think is very, as a gun guy and especially of a a, a fuck the ATF kind of guy. That's super super encouraging and exciting yeah. because it just goes to show you that people are just getting fed up with it. Yep. Because a lot of these people got the brace as a a compromise to appease the ATF. They were like, "All right, fine. It's something easy I can use that I can still kind of functions as a stock. It's not mm-hmm. a stock. It's this weird gray area." Whatever, I'll I'll do it to stay within the confines of the law. Yeah. And now you have ninety, uh, you know, using the larger number, you have ninety two percent of the people that are like, nah, fuck that. I'm, yeah. I'm done. Like I'm done trying to. It, it really is follow the rules. Cool. Like especially when they can just change it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I have no say. And yeah. Exactly. And like yeah, you are, you are buying something to comply in the first place. Yeah. I it was it. a compromise, like yeah. you said, and it's like. You know, if they're going to take that away, like the compromise away, yeah, it it was already kind of like an inconvenience. It it doesn't really function as well as a stock does. No. Um, so there's a lot of reasons why pistol braces kind of sucked. But like you said, we just kind of accepted it as like, uh, okay, whatever. This will at least let me shoot my gun in public without yeah. going to prison for fucking eight years or whatever it is. Right, but. Now people are just like, you know what? Like we just keep giving and giving and giving. Like, yeah. It, next thing you know, we're not going to be allowed to have an AR mm-hmm. at all. So it's <laughs> that slow tiptoeing effect. Yeah. Um, well, good for you guys. Good for you, gun guys out there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, cheers to cheers to the gun guys. Hey, I'll hey, drink cheers, to the, cheers to the gun guys. I like that. That's a good idea. Instead of cheersing each other, we cheers the bottle. Yeah. 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 It, well, it is a special guest. Yeah. 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 Cheers the special yeah. guest. Mm-hmm. All right. So, suck its dick. Bookie, do you want to give us a little <laughs> intro intro <laughs> on the government hand and private business? This, this first video we're about to watch here. Do you oh. know what I'm talking about or no? Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah. So, we're just going to take an uh, hour long. And it's, we're, we got timestamps. Yeah. Of John Stossel's. Interview with DeSantimonious. <laughs> DeSanctimonious. DeSanctimonious, thank you. Uh, so it was, it was pretty good, but these are the parts that I found where Stossel actually kind of gave him some pushback, which I think is the most entertaining parts of uh, conversations, especially nice. when it's political, instead of just be like the person agreeing with everything the person says. So government hand in private business, I think this has to do with mass. Um, so Stossel kind of pushed back on DeSantis because DeSantis just talks like, oh, you know, we were the state that, you know, you weren't going to mask and we weren't going to, you know, force people to mask. And Stossel's like, well, then you made so people, businesses couldn't require masks to go into stores. So how is that pro-consumer? Right. So it's a, it's a good conversation. Right. Yeah. All right. So first timestamp, if you want to watch this on YouTube, it's called Ron DeSantis. The full interview on 2024, Donald Trump, COVID, the border crisis, education, uh, and more. This is timestamp 540. Great, but let me push back. I'm confused by how you do things. Mm -hmm. You want to prohibit masking requirements at businesses, all businesses. But if it's my business and I'm scared and I want to have that, why can't I? Well, look, I think it's an issue with, with COVID. What was happening is you had some big corporations that were basically imposing a Fauciism. Vax mandates, mass mandates. And what we've had to say is, you know what? 
your personal freedom to make these decisions in Florida is going to be respected. So we barred the vax mandates and said that's your choice. And the same thing with the mask. The mask, even Fauci's now admitted the mask. He said maybe 10% reduction. So some of it is irrational. And I think you just have to decide, yes, your business, you do have freedoms to choose, but so do individuals. So do you side with the individual or do you side with the corporation? And so on these biomedical issues in Florida, we've just consistently sided with the individual. But it's my business. If I have a candy store and I want to say you have to stand on your head to buy my candy. Yeah, but I mean, you you know businesses. There's certain business regulations that we all have to, everyone's got to abide by in terms of who you can employ. I'm just surprised you're pushing them. Well, no, but I mean, some of it is just kind of standard workplace stuff. And so the issue is just as a customer, uh, is that something that we want to support from the customers or not? And I think part of it is we really view the biomedical regime. It's been one of the biggest threats to freedom in my lifetime, maybe the biggest in terms of how it was imposed. And I think had Florida not stood up against a lot of this, I think it would have been much worse across the country and it likely would have persisted a lot longer. So sometimes you've got to say, okay, is this something that we want in our state at all? Or do we want to just say, you know, let individuals be the ultimate arbiter of these decisions? And so that's how we've come down. Likewise, school choice, Florida now. Is that keep going or? Uh, And then 920 to 1047. Do we want to talk about that real quick or does it continue? Uh, You can talk about it real fast. All right. We, 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 this was definitely like a point of contingency, like in our conversations about this when it was happening, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we definitely kind of called them out on similar. And similar I kind of, to be honest, I kind of like, I kind of see where DeSantis is coming from and how he could arrive at the conclusion he did. Yeah, where he's saying like, all right, are we gonna, like, we're up against Walmart and Target and fucking. Publics, whatever the big corporations are, and these corporations are imposing the mass mandates across the board. Mm-hmm. And so we already know that if we give the corp, like give the, leave it up to the business, that all these big stores and stuff are going to impose these mass mandates. Right. So instead of leaving it up to the business, they said you're not allowed to impose the mass mandates, so then the individuals that come into your store can decide if they want to wear one or not. Right. So I kind of see, like, his rationale there. Yeah. Well, it, But it's I still also think that, you know, if you're a business owner, you should be able to sure. do whatever rule you want. Like, yeah, but see, the only difference I see, like, with that is that this isn't, like, somebody just, like, freely deciding I want you to wear a mask, right? It's, like, an ideology. It's, like, a, it's a whole thing based on, like, a... Like nonsense, yeah. I don't know if that makes it better or worse, whatever. Well, I'm but it is, it is, t- it is like something that you have to be ha- that has to be said. Uh, but know? I, so I agree to an extent. But I right. could see that being extrapolated into religious type deals because some people mm. feel the same way about religion, right? It's right. an ideology and it's silliness, whatever, whatever. But I feel like you could make that same argument. Right. Not that I don't think there's really a whole lot of like uh, businesses like mandating certain religious kind of tradition in their stores, right? I mean, I feel like most religious people are like, yeah, I don't really care what you do. Just come in and buy stuff. But I I do get what you're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he handled that, meaning uh, DeSantis, probably the best he could. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think he kind of... You know, kind of like Cameron stated, he kind of stated it was more of a fighting an ideology that was running rampant during the time. 
it's just I think where Stossel is coming from, it's you know pure uh, uh, principle matter. It doesn't really stand, and also it's one of those things where it's a you know slip. Oh, it's always a slippery slope when it comes to government. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things I th- I think that conversation has to be had with DeSantis, even if we believed he would do the correct thing regardless. Yeah, because if he does it this time and next time his ideology is different than what we agree, right? Then it's you know. It gets weird. Yeah. So, but to be clear, I don't agree with the like DeSantis's logic. I just see where he. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, But and I think if you know if they had said if they had left it up to the business, I think that might have actually hurt Walmart and those companies more because then people would have been like, oh, I gotta wear a mask to go in there. Fuck that. I'm gonna go to this other store. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. 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 Like almost just like uh, approach it and like promoting. I was like, like, I stopped going to Target because they kept fucking hassling me every time I went yeah. there. I was like, fuck Target. Yeah. Well, it's almost like, you, you know, from like a, the, his like political platform, you promote like not mandating masks, but also not like, you know, mm. I don't know. Not, not, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I guess you, 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 you speak out about how you feel about it, but like allow them to do whatever they want and see if the free market treats it the way right, it should exactly. be treated. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like you just kind of snowballing what you're, what you're saying, Chris. I definitely feel like it was a good opportunity to kind of let the free market answer because, like you said, where he ban all sorts of you know uh, mandates, whether it be vaccine or mask, it kind of forced companies out of showing their stance. Yeah. So you had a lot of people that continued shopping at Walmart because. You know, they could. They didn't have to worry about the whole mask or ma- uh, vaccine thing. Where if they were allowed to, you know, I'm just re- repeating what you said, basically. Maybe people would have said, ah, you know what, fuck that. We're just going to go somewhere else that doesn't hassle us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So That would be a good thing. <laughs> this is the next segment. Uh, is around the nine nine fifteen mark. And this is, what is this about? I think it's a continuation. Okay wants to attract as many people because if they don't, then then they wouldn't have as much per, per student. So again, if you believe in choice, why have a rule that says no school can require masks? If you have a bunch of scared parents who want that, why can't they? Because it's it's irrational to force well, a kid to wear... Who are you to decide it's irrational? Because we've watched the science and we've watched it. And here's the thing. What happened with COVID was hysteria took a... I see where he's co- Stossel's coming from because while DeSantis is saying it's irrational to force kids to wear masks, not all parents felt that way. Yeah, and right. it's the same logic that the reverse side uses, so it's not really any better. The, that's yeah, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> it's with not it. a principled stance, right? But as we've covered a number of times, when it comes to public education, you're kind of at the whims of whoever. Is in, is in office so anyways. Yeah. It's kind of what you get, as, yeah. as we always put it. What's actually interesting about that clip right there was that he actually pushed DeSantis so far that he ended up making the same argument that the other side was right. making. Well, we followed the science. Yeah. We know the science. Right. That's the only argument he can make is just, you know, alluding to some fucking magical science that, you know, <laughs> yeah. may, and may not Sto- exist. I feel like Stossel's always been pretty good at that, about, like, fighting. You, know, you always hear Michael Malice and... Dave Smith talk about fighting the left from the left. They're fighting the right from the right. Yeah, it's yeah. like using their own arguments against them, and he's he's done a really good job at that mm. in his career. Anyway, continuing over 
evidence-based uh, analysis. And so when we saw the hysteria to have these kids in masks that are six or seven years old, nobody had ever said or proven that that was effective. It was just being done out of fear. And so our view is the policy shouldn't be based on fear. Now, parent wants to send their kid and our parents' bill of rights, you know, you know, they can do that, but it cannot be required for a student to do it. And I'll tell you, when we said you couldn't mandate it, guess how many kids decided to keep wearing masks? Very few decided to do it. So if it was something that was so good, then how come 90% of them immediately ditched the mask? And here's the thing. We can argue about whether... I've always really liked that argument. Yeah, I was going to say, I still really sympathize with that argument. Yeah, like, and a lot like, of really good... If you still want to do it, yeah. you can do it. <laughs> well, not not even that, oh, but you know, a, a lot of... A lot of People who are really good on this have used that argument a long time, or have used that argument for a very long time when it comes to this, and it's the best argument out there, right? Like, if the vaccine worked that good and COVID was that deadly, you wouldn't have to sell it. Right. Same thing with the masks. If the masks worked that good and stopped you from getting it, you wouldn't have to force anybody to wear it. They right. wear it. Mm. So well, I like that. What? No, that's that's right on. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. You're right masks work. I don't think the cloth masks have proven to work. However, even if you think they work, you have to wear it properly. A first grader is not wearing this mask properly. It's crumpled in. It's this, it's that. And so we just had to say, you know, no. And so I think we were right to do that. If a parent wants to send their kid uh, with it, they're allowed to send their kid with it. It just can't be required of them by the government. Immigration. What would you do about the border? Well, I would immediately. Are we done there? Are we continuing? No, yeah, next, next this is part, the part where DeSantis says he would immediately mow down all those Mexicans. On yeah. the oh, nice. Let's listen. Declare on a, black horse? A, a national no. emergency. No, no, uh, 1450. I would mobilize. 1450? Yeah, this is a good border issue topic. Okay. Border man. They decided to show us that it was all empty virtue signaling. Most of the people who fight to get here want to work. Yes? So here, I think it's a mix. I mean, I think clearly uh, what you've had come across the border uh, there have been folks involved in narcotics trafficking. There have been general criminal aliens. There have been people that have been deported previously. I'd say the bulk of these people are basically being trafficked by the drug cartels, and they're basically being promised an ability to stay in America, you know, work, and they'll make more money here, even if they're working illegally, than they will there. So, so, so I think that's true. But I also think just as a country, you've got to have a process in place. Uh, you've got to make sure that the people are coming, that we know who they are, and that they're serving uh, needs of the American people. Immigration is ultimately what's in the best interest of the people we have here that are citizens. No foreigner has a right to come to the United States, and we as a free people have a right to, to determine what those uh, criteria and what those limits are. Don't we cause some of the problem by making it so hard for good people to come here to work? Well, I mean, to do it legally takes years. And if you look at our legal immigration system, the overwhelming number of slots have nothing to do with merit or, or, or talent. Uh, you have things like the diversity lottery, which it's... should be abolished. You have things like chain migration. I don't know. It's kind of like he doesn't really answer the question. He just kind of keeps talking about it. He's what, like, right now? Yeah, DeSantis. You know, he's like, well, it takes forever. He's like, well, the overwhelming slots we have are all based on diversity. And, well, it's like, mm. it's overwhelming, but why are people still can't get here legally? <laughs> well, I think the point he's trying to make is that if we had a uh, some of these laws, let, 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 
We'll, we'll let him finish. Yeah. Look, I'm all about a U.S. citizen bringing a foreign spouse and getting them in the immigration 100 percent. But Please. to bring like the, the, the cousins and stuff and like they get in line over somebody that may be offering uh, doesn't make any sense. And so if you look at like a Canada or Australia, what do they do? They do merit based. Uh, immigration. And, and I think that's a much better uh, way to do it than what we've done here in the United States since like pretty much the mid 60s, where we've had the diversity lottery and all these other things. And so I think and I can only speculate because he's not here, but I think the point he's trying to make is if we didn't have these diversity laws and these other uh, kind of what do they call that in school where it's like you could get into school just because you're black. Um, no, Reality? I mean, yes, no. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, affirmative action. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think his point is if we have a lot of these, like, affirmative action type rules that kind of bog down the processing power to get people. Like, I think he's trying to say we should be able to pick and choose who we want to come into the country. But, yeah, that doesn't really... That doesn't really answer yeah. why it's so difficult, right? It's it's just the the paperwork's different. That's all. Well, right, because <laughs> if if you pick and choose, you're still gonna have a bunch of people that want to get into the country. Yeah, regardless if you pick them or not. Yeah, and like then, you're picking and choosing them based on different criteria. Like he's advocating for picking and choosing them based on their utility to the American society and economy, whereas the current system picks and chooses them based on. You know, if they have a dick or a pussy or if they're black or whatever or right. white or whatever, whatever quotas are set by the government. Either way, <laughs> the system is going to continue to be bogged down and it's still going to be hard to get in. Yeah. Yeah. So you're but still going to have this m- massive uh, differential between the people that can get in legally and the people that can't. And you're just going to have the same problem. You're just going to be picking and choosing. Yeah. Based and then, on a different criteria. And then yeah. even with the the opportunity uh, entering or whatever it's called that he's stating <clears throat> that's the government deciding who's worthy or who who's beneficial for the society. Yeah. Like, like how do they like have, a, to say, it's like a centralized economy at that point. Like yeah. they're saying, Oh no, uh, you know, you're a, like you're, Oh, you're a lawyer. Okay. We could use some lawyers, we need lawyers, but yeah. then they're like, Oh, you're a roofer. Uh, we don't need roofers. But then there could be plenty of roofing companies out there that are like, no, we yeah. fucking need them. Like, like Texas the gets a hurricane. Like the reality is that they need them, but the government doesn't know that because yeah. they're retarded, obviously. Anybody thinking like, "Oh, how's that happening?" Well, just remember when Trump made all those companies make, uh, uh, what's it called? Those machines during COVID. Were they uh, ventilators? Yeah, ventilators. And we ended up not needing one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when he literally are. made the companies by law make them. Oh, uh, they were killing people. Yeah, I remember they were wasting resources so to make things we didn't. The need. So kind of based. Yeah. Kind, kind of, of based, based. Yeah. yeah, unintentional based. So yeah, Andrew Cuomo, major based. Yeah. He just cleared those yeah. fucking nursing homes out. I miss that sweaty meatball, <laughs> dude. Speaking of sweaty meatballs, where's Anthony Fauci been? Yeah, he's been. That guy's gone. He's in fucking. He's on the Amalfi Coast, just fucking chilling, dude. Yeah. Did Boy, you guys know he created AIDS? That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. He fuck. <laughs> he's the one that fucked the monkey. Mm-hmm. He is the perpetrator of the rumor, and then he blamed him. The, the gays. The monkeys? Yeah, he blamed the, the gays. Which, which one? The gay monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> All monkeys uh, are a little bit gay. Probably. All right, so the next one's 2110, yes? Yeah, this is about budget and debt. 
which Florida has always been pretty good about staying in a surplus. So yes. If anyone's got a, uh, a right to speak on this, it's Florida boys. All right, here we go. Florida was doing rather than doing uh, the other way. This has been the biggest news, but I think the biggest issue facing America is that we're going broke. So let's talk about that. Florida certainly isn't. You have a surplus here. What would you do if you were president? I mean, entitlements are bankrupting us. So I think that um, you know, F- Florida is instructive because you know, we have the second lowest debt per capita in the country. Hold so on, our economy is $1.2 trillion plus. Our debt. He said entitlements just for people listening. That's like Social Security, welfare. Yes. Yes. Right. People are wondering. $20 billion. I mean, so compared to the federal government, the debt is bigger than the entire national economy. Um, and it's gotten it's gotten very, very bad. Part of what we're able to do in Florida, we have a balanced budget requirement. So even if some of these guys want to spend more, they have to make decisions. And the federal government doesn't have that. I think they should have it because as a politician, these guys, if they cut something you like, you're not going to like that. If they raise your taxes, you're not going to like that. So the easiest choice is to charge it on the credit card. If they were forced to make the decisions, I think you'd get better situation. The other thing that we have here, I have a line item veto as governor. So last year, I vetoed 3% of the budget. They set it on my desk. I vetoed the line items, and we saved $3.3 billion. Uh, I think it would help to have the president do that because they give these big omnibus bills, um, and and it's just a total disaster. Now, in terms of the spending, Look at the discretionary spending over the last five or six years. I mean, huge increases in discretionary spending, you know, in additional in addition to some of the entitlements. Discretionary meaning what Congress does on a yearly basis. And so some of the things that are are called entitlement programs, they're just in law and they're on autopilot. Congress can do nothing and they continue. But the typical budget that you do for the federal government to run all the agencies, they have to do that annually. And so what they've done is really starting with COVID, jack up the spending, the CARES Act, you had $2.2 trillion at the December 2020. Biden came in and put it on steroids with his American Rescue Plan, which was totally gratuitous, the infrastructure stuff. And so what they're doing is the Fed starting in March of 2020, inflated the currency, really did a big money supply increase. They're spending like drunken sailors. And of course, you're going to have inflation when that ends up happening. Now the feds had to hike interest rates. Why does that? Why is that important for the budget? Because the interest on the debt is now this massive line item uh, that we have to service our debt with. And so that's gone up hundreds of billions of dollars uh, just since then. Look, I think they're fighting in Washington now. If you just went back, to the amount of spending that Barack Obama proposed in his last budget for this year, it would be a dramatic reduction in terms of what they're actually spending. And so when they increase spending, they just keep the baseline and then keep going up from there. So you need to return the amount of money that the government's spending to pre-COVID levels. How? What would you cut? Well, you just you, you just have to. I mean, first of all, there's a lot of money that's been in the kitty for COVID, all this stuff that has not been spent. You can easily claw that back. And you just reset these agencies with the baseline. You know, in Florida, we don't do uh, what's called baseline budgeting. Baseline budgeting is whatever you got last year, you automatically add. And that's the starting point. Here, it's zero based. You know, you as an agency may have had, you know, $100 million last year. 
you get zero and you've got to justify to me before I put it in my budget. And so this is unusual in government. Well, it is. But there's nothing wrong with just going back and saying, OK, unusual. Yeah, it makes the most sense. Yeah. Right. Like right. You should as, as an organization or an agency, you should have to justify your your budget. I mean, we every company on planet Earth does that. Right. Every household does that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like every month, you're like, all right, do I really need to spend, you know, fifteen hundred dollars on ammo this month? Yes, yes. Do I need all to right. spend fifteen hundred dollars on food? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah different question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does my wife need a hundred dollar hair? Absolutely Appointment. not. No. I can, and that's probably cheap. I'm yeah. fucking slick with the Crayola scissors, dog. My <laughs> boy. You got the curly scissors that do the scrunchy yeah. cuts? Nice, dude. <laughs> nice. nice. Yep. Layers it. Talking about Yeah, exactly. Layers, she Jack. wants them layers. Yeah. I'll give her them layers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think this this part I kind of like because this is probably the, out of this, this whole conversation besides school choice, it's probably the best he sounded. Yeah, I think he's crushing it. Yeah. The only problem for me is when I listen to this, I'm like, it's cool you're saying this, but like, if you did get elected, would you stick to this? You know, mm. yeah. Well, that's always the question, yeah. right? No matter who's he's, saying it, he's really just outlining like this is how we do it in Florida. This is how the federal government does it. Like, does that mean you're going to change how the federal government does it? Yeah, and I mean and it would be really hard to. I make was going to say, let's yeah. be realistic. Like, good luck. Probably not. He's probably not going to be able. to Probably do that. get fucking JFK'd if he tried to yeah. do that. Yeah, I yeah. think. <laughs> I think. I still maintain the idea that he's way stronger in Florida than he is anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. I think 100%. I think even even on a national level, I think he can get way more done being a proponent of freedom and just like smart financial yeah. spending. And you know, I really economic. I don't want to have to hate Daddy D. You know, yeah, because I think we will. Unfortunately, if he became president, I think I'd hate him. I think yeah. I'd, I think he would. Get yeah. On my, on well, my the reality list. is, the president really can't do all that much. It's like That's the people thing, yeah. people have this like misconception that. You know, you get your guy in, and then Dan Carlin's got a funny bit about it. He talks about how on election day he stays home. And he's like, and I'm sure, you know, once your guy gets in there, the country will be so much better overnight. Like, yeah, <laughs> nothing changes, really. Yeah. He hasn't put out a special in a while. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> so there's that. All right, let's continue. And finish. It, it, is it almost done? Oh, uh, Okay, hey, shut up. Let's start fresh. Yeah. Where should we be? But, you you know, Congress has not shown the inclination to do it. I know they're fighting over some of this stuff now, but it's almost like to show any spending restraint uh, is, is almost verboten there. Here's the thing. Even if you didn't cut, if you just held constant or even reduced the rate of increase, that would make a difference. They are adding more and more every single year with, with really no end in sight. There aren't entire departments you would cut, education department, commerce, agriculture. No, look, I mean, I think we've always said the Department of Education should be a state issue. It should should not be a federal issue. And now you see what they're doing to try to get involved in youth sports with the transgender athletes. They've tried to do other things that really impinge on our rights as states. Uh, And so so that would be something Republicans have promised that for a long time. They've never delivered any any reduction. So, What's yeah, new? dates. Uh, and so so that would be something. Republicans have promised that for a long Actually, time. They've re- never delivered <laughs> any any reduction. Yeah, so, yeah, let's reduce some of the agencies. I think that that would be that would be really Which? positive. Which ones? Well, well I, I mean, you know, education <laughs> certainly would be one. I mean, I think commerce, there's a lot of, of bloat there. There are some things within that that you have to do, uh, like the census. But part of it, too, is 
reducing the number of bureaucrats. You should simply reduce the federal bureaucracy through attrition. If you didn't, if you didn't uh, backfill a lot of these things, you know, over a period of years, you could reduce. I also think the executive does have the authority to fire way more people than we've been led to believe. I mean, you can't have a situation where someone can get elected president and yet the other side controls the entire executive branch with, with, the, with the bureaucracy. So I think asserting more authority there, some of that may be directly firing, some of that may be reclassifying employees in like a Schedule F to where they can then be, be fired. That would go, I think, a long way. It would save money, but also in terms of constitutional accountability, because we have a fourth branch of government right now with the federal Leviathan, and they do what they want. And they almost kind of laugh at the idea that we're having these elections because they don't give a damn who's voting for who. They're going to do what they want. And Solid. the deep state. Damn, that was well wow. based. Yeah. yeah. And branch. I think Donald Trump kind of exercised a little bit of that executive power to fire people. Remember, like, he uh, he, he started getting, like, investigated by – because the president can fire the FBI director, right? Right. He fired James Comey, like, mm-hmm. when James Comey was acting out. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty sick. It was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, he did some crazy things. So, yeah, I think uh, Donald Trump brought a little bit of that uh, you fired energy to the fucking uh, – <laughs> You fired. <laughs> you fired. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. The executive office. I do like that Stalso is trying to like – he got super excited. He's like, what would you get rid of? You yeah. Know? He's, he's like, like whoa, let me, tell me. What would yeah. you – what are we eliminating? It says like, uh, education maybe, commerce, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really want to say anything. Like, damn, he's like, you, you were going to ask? <laughs> yeah. He named like a few and then, yeah uh, – DeSantis kind of latched on to the education department thing, which was nice to hear. Yeah. Because that is, like, such a true statement right there. Like, the federal government should not be <laughs> dictating the whole fucking... Uh, he did it on Instagram why he's taking a shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he left us. That fucking bastard. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Nick's taking a shit and scrolling Instagram right now. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys heard that? Yeah, we heard yeah. it. But yeah, the state, I mean, the state in the sense of the federal government should have no play in education. Sorry, I was taking a pick yeah. with my penis. That's like, um, <laughs> you're muted. That's like you guys fucking, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Are you, on? you know, 1984 yeah. shit right there. Like the federal government controlling the entire education system. And it's only a it's r- nightmare. It's only been around since what, the 70s? Yeah, or, yeah, 70s or 80s. Which is, I think most people, you tell them that, they'd be like, oh, wow, really? Yeah, like, like, how I did thought we, it was always part of How it. did we ever fucking educate yeah. children before the Department of Education? Yeah. No way. Well, it was like the, it was during the industri- Industrial Revolution when they decided that they, they wanted uh, better factory workers. Right? Mm. Uh, that would be the 1870s, right? <laughs> or the 18-something. No, I know. It was... Um, it was, it's like it's, an, uh, it, not, it's not, it was not the Department of Education, just just modern. Did you guys a, touch this? No. You guys touched this? Yeah, you you threw, I think you, you threw, threw your headphones <laughs> yeah. on the soundboard. Uh, yeah, yeah that's retard. why I was like, something's wrong <laughs> with it, dude. Why are you guys touching stuff? No, but I think it's actually it's a it's a socialist thing. Yeah, the education, right? Yeah, it's like to train your kids to be like obedient. Hundred percent. Like Nick was sorry, factory workers, because in the seventies <clears> they still a lot of factories. Yeah, they and still were, they still were making stuff in America yeah. in the seventies. Um, That's the whole like bell system, you know, walking a single file line. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, super socialist. It is really like it comes from socialist. Uh, yeah, like ways of thinking. 
In the later half of the 20th century in America, there was three distinct types of public school education. Oh, it's German, actually. In the mill towns in the big city, there was the factory school designed to teach obedience and regiment to prepare children for life in the factory or in the military. Yeah, so the American public school system, I guess, was um, it was modeled after, like, the Frankfurt system or something, uh, which was developed in Germany, um, like, in the 1800s. And it's uh, basically, like, fascist, which is, like, you know, right-wing socialist. Hmm. Well, schools used to just be, uh, like, an old lady who would, like, throw rulers and chalk at people, right? Well, it used to be a nun that just that beats your like ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, like, old old movies. Because she needs like, to <laughs> fucking get laid or something. Back in the day, <laughs> like, all the kids would run around and <laughs> old lady would yell at them. Yeah. Yeah. Now they... Now they rape the kids. Yeah. Well, actually, now they actually <laughs> play videos of how the kids could be raped. Yeah. How they, they explain, can rape. they explain to them yeah. how exactly they're going to get raped, yeah. <laughs> and then they do it. Oh. <laughs> I think we got a little bit more on this one. Oh shit! Before we get back to the kids ra- getting raped, <laughs> the drug war starts. We'll get at, back to it. We'll, we'll circle yeah. back. <laughs> kids getting raped is a big topic on this podcast. Um, All right. What's the timestamp? Thirty-three forty-five for the drug war. 33, oh, past it. They're more amorphous, um, and they're not really grounded in our core national security. Well, then, likewise, why not end the drug war, which has gone on for 40, 50 years and hasn't accomplished anything? Well, look, I mean, I think we're now in a new era um, with with the rise of fentanyl. And I think you have to be very, very tough when you're talking about the supply of fentanyl, and we... What I love about politicians is there's always like a new, yeah. a new excuse to continue right? something or start something. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like, oh well, you know, the drug war back then was completely different, but now there's this new thing. <laughs> We're well, about to win. We're in the ninth quarter, and then fucking boom, fentanyl comes out. <laughs> yeah, back right. to the trenches, boys. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's fucking like uh, the war's begun know, again. It used to be, oh, the CIA is pumping out all this cocaine, yeah. very dangerous. So we gotta keep going. And then it was like, oh, now the CIA is pumping out all this methamphetamine. Got to keep going. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, the CIA is putting all this fentanyl in our shit. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep going. People are like, the cartels. Like, where do you think the cartels learned all this? <laughs> yeah, where do you think the f- <laughs> cartels are getting the Mo- fentanyl? Modeled after the CIA. Yeah. Drawing yeah. penalties for that. They market it to children now, um, putting it in candy. Still which is coming their- in. The rules don't stop it. Well, but I think that... Uh, there's an opportunity to do, to do more uh, on interdiction, do more on holding the cartels accountable. Uh, but also, we focus on the demand side. Uh, we have programs in school to just let kids know that, hey, experimenting with something. You know, imagine if he's like, we have programs in school where we just let kids yeah. do it. <laughs> in safe amounts. Yeah. yeah. So they can learn. Yeah. It's hey, our, Mommy, we, I did fentanyl today. It's our poor school <laughs> approach. We take them to the brink of death just so they know how yeah. it feels oh. to overdose. F- fentanyl lollipop. we bring them back. The yeah. crazy thing about this whole fentanyl thing, not to get like too far off topic, <laughs> is just it That's is so topic. crazy how beat by beat it's just like reefer madness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, there probably people didn't die from marijuana back then. There are people dying from fentanyl. Right. But I think it's just so overblown. Like, even, like, Rogan talks about it all the time. Mm. It's like, oh, that's the number one killer of, you know, 19 to 28-year-olds or whatever. It's like, maybe. Like, who knows where that statistic comes from. Yeah, but. that's my... If the statistics are 
not inflated. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah, even yeah. if that, it's like, oh, what what is going to kill them? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Like, like lions? Lions know, aren't killing 19 and 20. I'm, I know a lot of people who I do cocaine. They're fine. I don't know anybody that's died. Yeah. That's true. Is yeah. fentanyl a conspiracy theory? Probably. Mm. But it's just like, it's crazy how even someone like Rogan, who can looks back now, is like, oh, Reefer Madness, right? Was a CIA op. Maybe people are just doing more cocaine. I think I think we just get better <laughs> cocaine than most of the state, most of the country. Yeah, probably because we're so close to. It know, literally washes up on shore. Yeah, Pure. so I and I say that joking, but there is, I think there is some truth to that. Probably there are literally bars named after the bricks of cocaine that wash up on shore. Yeah, square grouper. <laughs> um, but no, because I know, like in the Midwest, where uh, Cameron and I's grandparents had a house. They had such a bad problem that, like, they had to have, like, formal training for all the teachers on, like, how to administer Narcan and resuscitate these kids because it was, like, such a problem. Yeah. There were, like, kids die, like, multiple kids dying a week at school over from fucking fentanyl overdose and shit. Where wild. was that? Tennessee. Well, that's, like, that's like meth, right? Damn. No, that Narcan's for anything. Uh, that cocaine. I know, but I mean, like, that's Tennessee, I think, is, like, a, that uh, big thing. It's, like, Oh, uh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Well, you know that cocaine has got to do a lot of legwork to make its way to Tennessee, you know? Right. That's what I'm getting at. I think by the... I think... It changes a couple hands on I its think, way over I think there. we don't notice it because I think the quality of our... Cocaine is... Our powder is a little bit better. Yeah. We had good powder. Yeah. The source yeah. is not I too far. Know. Yeah, hold on before you start. So, this <laughs> random off-topic story, but no, kind of on-topic. Yes. So I was uh, at the bar- I was at the barbershop today, and you know, as men do. Nice haircut, dude. Thanks, man. Looks yeah, good, dude. Uh, I was at the. I was at got the some grays coming in. Yeah, sexy. a lot, dude. Auto man's fucking. <laughs> yeah, you dude. You get one kid and you turn one kid gray. And I'm freaking nine years old. Now. <laughs> it can't be that hard. It's really not that hard for me. All right, I'll remember that when Emily <laughs> starts bitching. Be like, Cam said it's not that hard, so I don't no. know what you're. It's not that bad. It's great, dude. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I was at the barbershop today, and you know, as you know, men converse in the, the, the you know the barbershop in the shop. Yeah, uh, there was a there was like a, a guy who you know had obviously done some time. And uh, what do you mean by that? You know, expand a little in, bit in the clink. Yeah, was he? Yeah, maybe like uh, what stood out? Maybe about like this six, seventeen, eighteen hundred, uh, eighteen years, years. not hundred years. Was he colored? He, no, he looks like Paul Wahlberg. But um. <laughs> Yeah, he even talk like him. Okay. Anyway, obviously no. spent time in jail. <laughs> no, but th- there was a guy next to him who looked like maybe he like I don't know was like either a contractor or did some kind of landscaping or something. Anyways, uh, but the the, co- the conversation came up about like the use of like acid, mm. like a, a, amongst like wealthy like people in like Vero. Oh, and this guy's like, yeah, he's like they all do acid. Like, what does this guy know though? No, he's like he's like they, he's like I he was he was specifically talking about like Windsor. I can tell by the way they drive. He's like he's like he's like in, in Windsor and like imagine, a lot of these places. Like imagine they, that's why they're so bad at driving. They're, they're always just fucking like yeah. off their ass. The on road acid. is literally melting into. You know what's funny? Like you 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 like you would say that as a joke. Like what is this kind of acid? Yeah, and he's literally on acid. Yeah. while he's trying to make it way down to A one A. You're honking at him. He's like the dragon's yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but this guy was saying he's like he's like he's like I, he's like I. I you would be shocked how many times I've been offered acid wow. by like multi million dollar. Like wow. million, oh yeah, you know, just like wow. they just hang out. I could the see shrooms. I would have expected shrooms. Yeah, but I would not think acid. shrooms are like yeah. coke. I mean, well, 
they do. There are plenty that do cocaine yeah. as well. But yeah. like all the finance. But guys. acid is such a strange one. Yeah, I, that is. I weird. feel like well, I guess um, it's from their it's from their past probably. They're, they yeah. know it. And then yeah. now they're well off. They're like, fuck it. Let's do acid again. I feel like rich people are above mushrooms. They're like, I'm not going to eat mushrooms. Yeah. I'll just take a pill like a white person. Give me like a rich pharmaceutical yeah. You know? Yeah, I want yeah. something made in a lab. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah I agree with that. It's yeah. like, oh, I got to like... Make tea, uh, except for diamonds. Those you gotta to make tea that tastes African like in a hole. grass <laughs> and shit. <laughs> no lab made diamonds. No. I gotta make this <laughs> shit grass tea to get high. No, thank yeah. you. I will take a pill. <laughs> well, acid is on like a, a, it's like a, a tab. It's like a tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was thinking I like know. LSD or Molly or something. <laughs> I really wouldn't have. Ever Molly done. I guess I guess it probably like not very often. It has fentanyl in it, so probably I not. I don't know. Yeah, I think it would be tough to like dilute acid with fentanyl because yeah. it's like, I think like the reason high, it's in yeah. a tab is because of like the way it it's made. Like you kind of like rub it on this fucking like wax paper and then cut it into strips or uh, something. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. The so it has to have like a certain texture. To I thought it was like a liquid it. that they just dropped on because I know stamps were like a big thing. People would put them on stamps. And mm. Mm. Yeah. I've Maybe only seen episode? it a couple of times, but it's always like a strip of like <laughs> Our wax next paper. episode, we just do fucking acid. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Just <laughs> yeah, everybody. First time doing acid. Everybody. There's got to be a podcast where like they just do a different drug every time. <laughs> I'm sure there's gotta be one. I got so find many that podcasts. Yeah. I know that I know it exists. Yeah, acid—it's acid, it. like a liquid. Okay. Well, yeah, but then you got those heart things over there too. Those are also acid. Well, yeah, they because they drop them. They drop them like in a dropper. Oh, so they drop it on the paper, and the paper yeah. absorbs it, and yeah, then you fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. just eat the paper. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I get it. And I thought it got spread out on the paper. Zooty hooty wootied. Zooty wooty. I had a. Uh, uh, friend in college who um so i guess when you're in one of our chemistry labs we had to make like aspirin oh i think it was aspirin wow. that's wild yeah it's kind of sick no one like tested it to make sure it was mm. actually aspirin you know but apparently when you make aspirin i, I could be wrong about that it might have not been aspirin could have been something else but whatever we were making uh which was like a totally legal drug to make there was like a couple steps further and you would make dmt Oh, nice. And so, uh, yeah, one of my friends made, like, a bunch of DMT and was, like, just, f- he trusted himself very much, and he was just d- ripping it. Little do you and guys it, know you were actually making this teacher a bunch of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, today we're going to make Tylenol. <laughs> He's like, yeah. okay. He's like, and, and, and then, then he just takes in. it all at the end of the class and, and just make makes it, the uh, yeah. extra couple steps. You're yeah. like, wait, do they really heat up spoons in the laboratory? <laughs> He's like, yes. <laughs> This is standard procedure. (laughs) For Tylenol, that's how they do it. You're like, really, with a Bic lighter? Yes. It's like, this is off-brand, not CVS. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, apparently he knew what he was doing because he didn't die or anything. He got ripped, huh? Yeah, and he got fucking ripped. Yeah. I didn't try it. I was I didn't trust him. No, that's probably smart. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you like, mix like a, like gasoline with Radex and like like shit in a bucket or something? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I've that done up. that. Sounds like All right, back on topic. We're gonna finish. What this the fuck up was the topic? With DeSantis. <laughs> that you think may not be that harmful. If it's laced with fentanyl, you you could die. That's just the truth. And so we want to give them that information. We also have a coordinated opioid response uh, network, which really tries to treat people. So if someone goes and overdoses in a hospital, 
to just save them and put them back on the street, they're going to relapse. And so now we actually are with them. We can provide medication, uh, get them where they need to go so that they can be uh, gainfully employed and live their lives while, while managing this addiction, them. which is a very difficult thing. So we, we believe it's a, it's a full spectrum, but I do think the supply and the accountability needs to be addressed as well. So I would not say just bring in any fentanyl you want. And prohibition didn't change anything. We didn't learn that we created Al Capone and there are no beer gangs anymore. Yeah, but I think the difference between mm-hmm. that is is like the country had a had a proud tradition of, of drinking. <laughs> of course. There's always the a country difference, has right? a proud tradition of doing cocaine, trust there's, me. Just there's, 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 <laughs> always, there's always a difference, right? Yeah. Call Wall Street, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's always a difference. God. And it was just something that we we had done from the very beginning. Then they tried to outlaw it and this had been something that had been part of the culture, whereas I think you think of things like hair. That's interesting, though, because almost every culture has a large uh, population that enjoys doing drugs, right? I mean, you could go back as far as humans existed, and you'll find large populations of people in those cultures and in those groups of people that existed. Mm-hmm. That have done drugs, right? Yeah. Well, yeah almost the, anywhere on planet Earth. Yeah, pretty much every culture has like a fermented food and a drug. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, if I was if I was pickles and cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. If I was a uh, in Stossel in this like situation, I'd be like, but don't we know how, well don't we have a like a great tradition of like fighting it and failing? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> Like what? What is the point of we keep doing this? You know, mm. I mean that's kind of what he's saying. I mean he's awesome at this interview. Yeah, he's he's legit. Stossel's legit. But yeah, that's crazy. I can't imagine. I'm definitely, I definitely think I might uh, watch the whole one hour interview now because I just can't imagine how DeSantis like holds up for an hour against yeah. Stossel just asking him like really good questions. Yeah, awesome questions. He's doing okay. I mean, he obviously he's not well. he's not answering how and also we he would answer because what, we're yeah. libertarians, but he's not doing horrible. Especially on this question, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I never expected him to answer the right He political the way the shit out of this question. Yeah, yeah. He, but he has to. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah, that's what I said. I mean, yeah. you know, he's not answering them how we would, but yeah. Heroin and fentanyl and this stuff, these have always been prohibited. So to to legalize that, I think you'd end up seeing an increase in use. And I think that would be bad. Finally, here's the issue DeSantis most wanted to talk that's, about. That's it. Central yeah. bank digital currencies. Uh, the world is say, going to see. He, does, he doesn't go in on digital currency? It's not really interesting. Mm, that's that's a bummer. Yeah, I feel like as uh, as someone who has... You know, for the past two, two, three years, been hailed as like one of the more liber- liberty-minded guys. I feel like he could have went off on that. I mean, his yeah. his big thing was just shutting down the government's digital coin. Yeah, because he passed yeah. that bill where it won't well, be used in Florida or whatever. That's good, I guess. Yeah, so. but it's just kind of bad. Um, uh, yeah, I was gonna say on the drug thing, not everybody can be as uh can be like Ron Paul. Fucking uh, yeah. remember yeah. that one? Is he was like in South Carolina for like a um. Yeah, that I was think it was badass. like the Republican caucus or something. Yeah, it was crazy. And he like got roaring. He went in on fucking just like legalizing all drugs. And then some guy stood up and was like pushing against him. And he was like, well, you're fat. Maybe we should outlaw food. It <laughs> 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 was so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he didn't say fat. He said you're heavier. Yeah, he was a little been. more respectful. What could have been. <laughs> yeah. 
He still does a good podcast, the Liberty Report. Yeah. What I like about that is it's like with uh, who's the other guy? McKnight, Dan McKnight, I think something like that. Yeah, I, that I'm guy's not, pretty fucking based too. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, what I like about theirs is it's it's a quick one, you know. Yeah, it's like it's thirty like minutes or less. Twenty-five, thirty minute, you know, uh, like commute to work. You can get your fill of like, okay, what's going on this week? Yep. And then you can listen to like you know the more long form stuff to kind of get detailed. Yeah, I had someone um, recommend to me to listen to the um, uh, the National Review. They do like a morning review or some shit. Okay. And I listen to it, and it's—I mean, it's—it's it's decent, but it's more like—I mean, it's like that's who Ron Paul, Matt Walsh, and Ben Shapiro, and them work mm, for. So it's okay. like, you know, it's a little more more writing. more normy, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. but they do do some good stuff. They actually did like a Sunday extra recently that was on like the effects of hidden inflation. Oh, nice! And it was pretty good. I they didn't get as deep as you know I would have liked them to get, but it was like right. I was pleasantly surprised at. Nice the job they did. Hell yeah, brother. But um yeah, no, I think the Liberty Report is fucking awesome. Though. Yeah, Liberty Report's a good one. Yeah. Alright, you got any stories about people getting fucking got one more video. dicks bitten off by alligators? Something else. Uh so what is it? Nine twenty five? Docile and woke. That one? Yeah. How long is this one? Like nine minutes. Oh shit! Let's watch, let's watch the whole thing. <laughs> Allegedly, it's pouring. I can't even hear it. No, not not by us, but apparently, right up the road, it is. Oh, interesting. Yeah, classic Florida. Yeah. Probably like ten yards away. It's fucking drained. Yeah, like I'm sure we'll get it here in a couple couple seconds. Just our cars out front are just getting Nobody drenched in the backyard. It's completely dry. Chris Rufo makes some people very Fuck mad. <laughs> Who is Rufo? He's a journalist who once made documentaries for PBS about things like baseball in China and poverty in America. Seems like poverty is kind of like a really mean disease. But then his poverty research brought him odd leaks from government poverty workers. Mid-level bureaucrats so exasperated with what was happening. They started feeding me documents. Documents like these that reveal Seattle's government trained employees to practice self-talk that affirms their complicity in racism and white people should work on undoing your own whiteness. The intention is to have an emotional lever against you no matter what you do. What's in it for them? Why do it? career advancement, and then cultural and emotional power over others. He says today's so-called diversity training is based on the obscure academic specialty, critical race theory. Tweeting examples of it brought lots of responses. It really kind of snowballed. I did, you know, one story, and then I'd get, you know, five or six people sending me documents that I might package into another story. And then suddenly it was a hundred people and a thousand people. He learned the DEI officials at the University of Texas had issued a language guide that recommended using the word women spelled W-I-M-M-I-N in order to <laughs> not use the word men. After Rufo publicized that, the university removed its women. language guide. What are these people doing? Uh, to the point where they have time to be policing language and replacing words with 
Total absurdities. A worker at Sandia Labs, the big defense contractor, sent Rufo Sandia's new hiring rules. At least one qualified woman and a qualified minority must be interviewed. Sounds fair. Make up for past discrimination. Certainly, you should be open to and encouraging a wide variety of people to apply to jobs. But when we're talking especially about uh, nuclear weapons, you need to have the most capable individuals regardless of race or sex. A sandy. I like that John Stossel is always playing kind of the devil's advocate. Yeah. Like, he always yeah. still mans it. Yeah, very, uh, like, deadpan. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not, like, he tries his best not to assert his own opinion and tone or anything like that. He's just yeah. kind of like, well, why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah. What it, is he on? Is he on MSNBC? Or? He's not on any of them, I don't think. Yeah, he's just his YouTube. Yeah, it's his own thing. He used to be oh, on nice. MSNBC, I think. That's what I think, yeah. And, I mean, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. If he was still on MSNBC, that would be wild, because that's just like, there's yeah. no fucking way someone like John Stossel could yeah. be on Oh, that. speaking of, um, not to get too off topic, we've still got a couple minutes on this video, but... You guys see uh, Tucker Carlson's new show on Twitter did like 60 million people yeah. in its first week. Really? Or for weekend. So Damn. two days, yeah. Yeah, he did better than almost as... No, he did better than he was doing on Fox, right? Yeah, way By far, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Fox actually um, got rid of Kennedy, too. Yep. Who was like the only person left that had any fucking... Sen- I mean, I guess Greg Gutfeld's probably the last man standing now. That's even And worth, Matt Gates. That's worth watching. <laughs> Any <laughs> fuck kids? Anyway, yeah, here we Matt go. Fuck kids <laughs> Employee described Sandia's mandatory training. A three-day camp where they had to atone for their white privilege, atone for their heterosexual privilege, and even write letters of apology to imaginary women and people of color. And this kind of thing is happening, unfortunately, all over the country. Rufo's critics say he's pushing moral panic. Chris Rufo, one of the conservative activists who's pursuing this moral panic. The New Yorker did a big profile on you and titled it the conservative who invented the conflict over critical race theory. You invented this. I actually post all of the original source documents for every one of my stories. Wait, Let wait, me respond. Wait, 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 this is, this is not a monologue. This one should moment. be a dialogue, no, right? Uh, Am I right? It's, well, it's my show. His media opponents accuse him of making things up. You Think made up it, your you, own you, thing, bro. You made, my friend, you made up your own thing. It's, it's so shameful when it's exposed to the sunlight. Mm-hmm. That they've engaged in these accusations as a form of denial. DEI departments do tell workers, be less white. All 100 of the Fortune 100 companies have DEI bureaucracies. It's seen as second nature to, for example, endorse Black Lives Matter, a left-wing kind of racial activist organization uh, that was responsible for uh, rioting, violence. But if you were to say, you know, I'm pro-life and I want to have a, a pro-life message in a corporate setting, it would be shut down immediately. You would certainly uh, be at risk of, of, of ostracization, maybe even losing your job. Why are only one set of uh, narratives and political ideologies allowed? Because America's history of slavery and oppression is just so bad but that's also based on a lie of (laughs) course slavery is an abominable uh, historical legacy in the united states but the the record of the united states on on slavery um on a comparative basis is much better uh, than almost anywhere else the idea is that the founders fought the revolution to protect slavery that was one of the claims in the 1619 project which is you know, kind of so mind-boggling that even the Marxist historians 
um, you know, debunked it and said this is absolutely preposterous. Florida is where woke goes to die. In Florida, Governor DeSantis <laughs> appointed Rufo trustee of a state-funded college. Now Rufo is no longer just a journalist. He has authority, although DeSantis still seems not to know his name. Christopher Russo from the Manhattan Institute. <laughs> Rufo quickly oh, no. made big changes. We fired the director of DEI and abolished her entire department. That upset activists at the school. I actually the remember that. Post covered them protesting Rufo's appointment. The vast majority of you, 90, 95% roughly, agree with me that there are significant problems here. No. No. You are the problem. You are the Oh, How no. do we escape heat? In that. I remember that when he like got in there and just yeah. like he was so, like, "No, we're not actually not going to have that." I thought this was interesting because we don't really talk about woke too much. It comes up in conversation, but we never really spoke about it. Well, we don't really speak about it like directly. But the way this kind of video ends, and we'll see here in a minute, is this guy kind of you know started his career as a journalist. He kind of brings up these things that he saw that were going on in big companies. And the, you know, schools and stuff. And now he's got a job working for the government. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting how it also kind of ends the conversation. So. Oh, okay. It's kind of interesting. I, I thought it was interesting, at least. You are the problem. You are the problem. You are the problem. No, I, I, I'm not the problem. I'm actually the solution. At one point, the University of Provost tried to stop Rufo from speaking, saying there'd been an anonymous threat. We cannot so, put our community at risk. This is a new technique for your opponents to stop you from speaking, to raise the issue of danger and then say it's too dangerous, we can't allow you to speak. That's right. Someone sent in a death threat. Anybody who enters this event at this point is at risk. We cannot give veto power to anyone who makes an anonymous threat because what will happen is that they'll make an anonymous threat uh, before anything that they don't like. Rufo insisted the meeting go forward. We're the board members. We voted. We have two to one. We're not going to let you shut this down. The provost later resigned. Florida's now banned all public universities from funding DEI programs and from claiming that systemic racism and sexism are inherent in the U.S. Free speech advocates call that flatly unconstitutional. I worry about things you and DeSantis... Isn't it very interesting that they always use the, uh, they like conveniently pick and choose when to use the whole like, oh, this is unconstitutional. It's like, when have you ever gave a shit about that? That's always the case. I also wanted to say, if you watch this video and you see this provost lady. That's true for both sides. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Exactly. Uh, If you watch this provost lady speaking, that is like the textbook hallmark case of an insane person talking where she fucking like nods her head while speaking like this. Yeah. Like, we can't keep this going. And that's like, bitch. if you've ever noticed, that's how Kamala Harris talks. Yeah. So, yeah while, like, while hysterically laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Quite creepy. Doing It just feels authoritarian on the other side. A teacher cannot teach the 1619 project. It's not allowed in Florida. We have impressionable young kids that should not be taught race hatred. And these are common sense restrictions that aren't authoritarian. 
They're simply acknowledging that the state is the authority in the public schools. My neck of the woods, the Northeast, which leans left, maybe those states will ban using my videos in classrooms or they'll ban teaching Milton Friedman and free markets. That's okay. I mean, I think that's probably already the status quo in most of these blue states. I don't think that Seattle public schools, San Francisco public schools and Boston public schools are are heavy on the Milton Friedman curriculum. Why is the state the authority? Why not local school boards? I would prefer that to the current system. But the fact is that that's not the status quo in any of the 50 states. You don't worry that in the future, the new Florida governor will just flip these things and require teaching of critical race theory? Of course I worry about that. But that's what democracy is for. That's what politics is for. Really? That's what politics is for? Curriculum changes every election? (laughs) I think we're better off if politicians butt out. Give power back to parents with school choice. Then parents can decide whether they want their kids to focus on the 1619 project or what Rufo prefers. Reading Aquinas, the founders, Lincoln, Frederick Douglass. Rufo supports school choice, but today most parents have no choice. Many are stuck with teachers like this who say every teacher must say systemic racism dominates America. If you don't believe in systemic racism and how it negatively impacts our students of color and don't want to help dismantle those systems, please don't teach. Don't teach. These are not isolated incidents, but in fact, this is the clever stream. That makes you want to like drive right off a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll release our full interview with Chris Rufo. That makes me want to drive into her house. I already know uh, Chris Rufo with a bomb. Probably Catholic because he's named Aquinas first in yeah. the list of yeah. people to uh, t- yeah. teach. How <laughs> with Aquinas? Like nobody, nobody yeah. names Aquinas unless you're Catholic. Exactly. Come on, <laughs> well, he is a great read, but yeah, I mean, a little hard to understand because it's from the 1200s. But bro, you can't <laughs> read from the 1200s. Fuck the thoughts back then. So um, many thoughts. No, I thought that was interesting because it kind of gets to the point where, like we've spoken about many times. Is there's this one overcorrection on the left, right, where they're putting all these DEI and whiteness programs and all these places. This guy kind of makes his living off showing that this, right? And then now he gets appointed to a position of power in government because of that. Mm-hmm. And now he's in that same position that he was fighting against five years ago. Exactly. And it's it's this weird kind of you know scale that we have where it's all on this side. And the guy fights for it. Now he's back. Now he's on the other side on that scale and kind of pushing the other way. Right. It's pretty funny. And Stossel like puts it like beautiful, beautifully, beautifully, in the beautiful. like beautifully, beautiful, uh, like the the like the dichotomy of that. You know mm-hmm. that it's just like it's just their dichotomy, dichotomy, <laughs> and the beautiful dichotomy, the dichotomy of that. It's um, so crazy. <laughs> the dead cockamamie. <laughs> the, the, the guy talks to the tongue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So crazy, <laughs> man. Crazy, man. Beautiful dichotomy. Anyways, he just puts it he puts it so well, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's just a cycle just repeating itself, repeating itself. Nothing actually gets fixed. Yeah, like he's like yeah. you said, this is democracy. We just yeah. Every election, we just change our position. Yeah, yeah this, it's been working great. Uh, We're having a lot of fun. This with is great. Lately. Just like, just very quick and drastic changes to every yeah. aspect of society. Every, every four years. It's been going well. Uh, 
That would have been better. Yeah. How are those, how's that? The markets. Yeah. <laughs> What's inflation? My retirement fund's doing great. Uh, <laughs> According to my accountant, I'll be able to retire when I'm 473. Uh. <laughs> Jeez. Fantastic. All right, so... Florida man? Florida man? So we yeah. got any stories about people getting eaten by alligators? Uh, I've been waiting all fucking night. No, we got a better one. We got a flesh-eating infection from a human bite. Hell yeah. Does it crawl up your pee During hole? a family... Uh, from a human bite? Oh, was it Oh, was it one bite. of those cases where they got bit by a gay guy and they turned gay? Not quite. Oh, okay. Yeah, this wasn't Thea Vaughn's brother. <laughs> a Florida man nearly lost <laughs> Thank his you for from a rare flesh-eating <laughs> bacterial infection that developed after he was bitten by a human <laughs> while breaking up a family brawl. Brawl. The man, Donnie Adams, a 53-year-old funeral assistant from the Tampa suburb of Riverview, sought care in mid-February for a painful swelling on his bitten thigh. He told doctors he had gotten the bite while trying to break up a physical fight between two family members. He was bitten in the process of pulling the pair away from each other. He reportedly declined to say what sparked the brawl or which family member actually bit him or whether he was gay or not. (laughs) I added that. I was just trying to make a funny... That went nice. Uh, But doctors believed his story after seeing the wound. When I saw him in the hospital, you could still see the bite marks on his thigh. A wound care specialist at HCA Florida Healthcare who treated Adams told NBC News. It made teeth marks. I was very convinced that he was telling the truth. The human mouth is teeming with bacteria. and Many species can cause flesh-eating disease, a.k.a. necrotizing fasciitis. Oh, Ooh. not fasciitis. Mm. Fasciitis. <laughs> Never the fasciitis. Sounds like fascism. The list of potential culprits include Group A, Streptococcus, which is not only a common type of bacteria generally, but it is also thought to be a common cause of necrotizing fasciitis. Group A, Strep, causes strep throat, scarlet fever, cellulitis, and other diseases. Cellulitis is a disease? I'll tell your latest. Uh, in addition to flesh eating the disease, some people asymptomatically drink? carry the bacteria in their throat, mouth, nose, and or skin. It's unclear which specific bacterium was behind Adam's case. Brink speculated that Adam at first developed a non-serious infection that was able to spread deeper into the soft tissue and was able to just take off. Damn. Like a SpaceX rocket. Yeah. Uh, his leg became swollen and painful, and he had trouble walking. When Brink saw Adam's thigh, he said it looked like an orange peel. Adams rushed to surgery on February 19th to remove rotten tissue. He ended up needing a second surgery several days later. He stayed in the hospital until roughly the second week of March. Brink estimates he removed around 60% of the skin on the front of Adam's thigh Damn. to keep the infection from spreading. He used a vacuum device to close the wound. Interesting. Yeah. Gee, dude, that's gnarly, dude. That sounds Fuck. like a fucking horrible time. Honestly, like, I, like most of the time people get bit by, like, wild animals. They, like, you know, go get it. They get a rabies shot and they get that shit checked out. <clears throat> but, like, I feel like you should almost be more concerned if you get bit by a human because the type of human that would, like, bite someone oh, yeah. Yeah, is a, a real person. nasty person. They ain't yeah. be brushing. Yeah, they ain't be brushing, dog. Yeah. They, they yeah. definitely ain't be flossing. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> Hell no. I don't even floss. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that's... I uh, do for, like, a week at a time. Like, I'll go, like, one week. I just yeah. go hard flossing. You feel great. And then I just, like, Fuck fall this. off. Uh, and then once I feel gross again, I start doing it What's again. a floss? 
<laughs> what is a floss? I'm like, I floss with a towel between my legs. You know what I'm saying? Hey. 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 The old scroat my goat. Scroat on my yeah. goat. Uh, hey, I used that towel after I got out of the ice plunge. That's today. right, dude. I'm like, here, this is the one you want. <laughs> All right, do we want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. All right, so I'll let you guys decide. Man with heroin, meth, arrested after breaking into private patio to charge phone. <laughs> or women alive after being shot 11 times during domestic dispute. Damn. Oh, I think that one's hard. Yeah, that, yeah it's, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. give us the one down. Right. We got to know, what, what did she do? Expedited version. Yeah, obviously, she did something wrong. Let's get that obviously out of the way. Obviously, she did something. Cops say that details about the victim will be released at a later date. She was transported to the hospital and is expected to survive. A Florida woman is luckily t- uh, lucky to be alive after being shot 11 times during... She, dude, 50 Cent doesn't have shit on her. No. Yeah, no doubt. Dude, he got shot, what, three times? Nine. Something like that? Nine? Nine? Yeah. Yeah. Does she okay, become a rapper after this? Probably. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. A Florida woman is lucky to be alive after being shot 11 times during a domestic dispute early Sunday morning in Seminole County, according to reports. The unidentified woman was shot 11 times inside her home and managed to escape Jeez. and get to a neighbor and explain what happened and alert <laughs> police around 1 a.m. <laughs> explain, explain what happened. I have holes in me. Lots of them. I yeah. am fucking Swiss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I am draining. Yeah. I'm draining. I'm a sieve. Can I use your bathroom? Yeah. He's, no. he, she walks in. He's like, oh, a heavy flow this month, huh? No. <laughs> uh, Pioneer Sherry, uh, Sheriff Chief Deputy Paul Hale, Holly. Spoke at a press conference Sunday afternoon and said, it's amazing. You think about someone who's been shot that many times and is still able to walk out of her house, walk across the street to a neighbor and tell them what happened. Yeah. Deputies wow. responded to the scene in Seminole and learned the suspected shooter later identified as 65-year-old Wayne Lovell Dew was a family member oh, of the woman. That's a great name. Mountain Dew. Police say they were successful in their Wayne attempts Dew? to communicate with Dew who did not surrender. Authorities had to call in Base. SWAT and negotiations <laughs> response team. We did have information that inside the house were rifles and pistols, and we just don't go tactical on a house and send the SWAT team in. It's not the safest way to go, hell said. It's a little he was wild, so we didn't want to kill him. <laughs> it's a little methodical sneak and peek. We get all the information we can get with our negotiation team for several hours. After nearly seven hours of a standoff situation, SWAT was able to enter the house and found Dew dead with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. I mean, I kind of like how this has turned into his story. Yeah, if you're yeah. gonna do all that, I feel like that's the appropriate response. Right? To just <laughs> he, kill yourself. He, he, I just feel like he wasted their time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do they not hear it? That's, that's why they he just it. found him. They probably did. That's probably why they went in. That, so. <laughs> oh, that's funny, dude. Wayne, Wayne, dude, dude. <laughs> no, he shot himself within thirty minutes, and they stood outside for six, <laughs> six hours, six and a half hours. Like, do, do, do. You got to talk like a, to us, do. Come it's on, like, do. It's like in the movies, the the negotiators on the phone. He's like, I got him where we want him. Yeah. He's fucking dead. <laughs> he's laying there. His brains are painted on the wall, yeah. and he's like, they're like, do. You got to speak to us, man. Dude, obviously, this broad, like, do knew that she was like. A Immort- solid chick. Immortal? Yeah. <laughs> so, that, I mean, I mean, 11 times? Yeah. Dude. My question is, how do you shoot someone 11 times and not kill? Like, and not, not hit, hit them in the head. Well, not not even that. How do you let them get out of the house? Yeah. Like, like we, may, may, maybe he only had Like, we know bullets. pistol rounds are not 
you know, the most effective thing. But like Ooh, eleven, yeah, if it wasn't a nine, right? If it was like a you point, that's what I'm wondering. Like, did you shoot her with a fucking BB gun? Like, what the hell? Yeah, he, maybe it was like a twenty. I mean, he obviously or... had a real gun because he used it six hours later. I'm like, and he obviously had more ammo. Yeah, <laughs> at least and one, at least one more round. <laughs> and apparently, he knew where to shoot. Also, yeah, first, not her. Yeah, no, not with her. Right, Dude. that's what I'm getting at. He well, missed every I single think, time with her, but his I think he was a good up. man. Deep down, he was a good man, and he didn't want to hurt her. Yeah. She's she's, she's alive because he wanted her. <laughs> no, he didn't her. want to kill her. Yeah. Okay. He didn't uh, want to kill her. Yeah. Just want to show her a lesson. Yeah, I think it's fair to say you wanted to hurt her a bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't shoot, you know, somebody 11 times without ah, ah, fuck, ah. at least a little bit of... Uh, she, should do like, uh, she, do, she should do like an online training class, how to get shot and survive. Uh, I know, right? Damn, dude. It's fuck. Like, Become like the flounder. I would like to know the deeds. If though. there's anybody qual- like, qualified to teach that class, it's her. Yeah. Well, for sure. the thing is, the real story died with do. I think whatever you're gonna get yeah. from her is gonna be a load of bullshit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Damn. What, like, what was his story? Do you think she took like a like a fucking ice cream? I hope he wrote it on the wall. Just fucking in crayon. Just well, wrote were, the real story on the wall. They were She's a bitch. <laughs> they were allegedly family members. Exactly. She's really. A bitch. <laughs> That's all he had to say. Yeah, she's a real he just bitch. writes, "She's a real fucking bitch." Yeah. On the wall. I mean, it happens. Just, he just writes, "What a cunt," <laughs> and then brain splatter right yeah. next to it. Oh my god, dumb whore. God, Dude, I, I wish he they couldn't spell it right. It's like H O A R. Dumb whore. Oh god, that's I mean, funny. Fuck, you just wake up one day, you're like, "I think I'm dying today," and he's like, "You know what? Today's the day. That bitch is gonna get shot eleven times." <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to shoot my fucking cousin 11 times. Then go uh, home, hang out with the SWAT team. Uh, that's the, that was probably one of the funnier parts, too. They're like, we don't like to do unsafe things. While there's like fucking no-knock no- warrants all the time. <laughs> they just fucking barge into people's houses and shoot their grandpas. Pinea, yeah, Pineas County, too. Those boys are active. Yeah. I feel like every story we read is around I now. know, man. Good old boys. That area is fucking... It's tough, huh? It's hard out I'm going over there this next weekend. Where is that again? Pineus? It's Tampa area. Tampa, yeah, right. Is St. Petersburg in Pineus County as well? No. Uh, I don't know. Pineus. Is that? I think Pineus is just east of Tampa. Oh, does it include Tampa? Oh, no. Hillsborough County is Tampa. Hillsborough is Tampa. Yeah, so it's like like more than the middle. Oh, St. Petersburg is a city in in Pineus. Oh, wow. You had that right. Pineus. Here we go, baby. So just I'm definitely bringing. Five guns. All of them. Bring all of them. Bring them all. Well, <laughs> I mean, I guess it doesn't matter how many guns I have. I just yeah. most, well, you need to be able to shoot. More it does matter. Bring I need, your, bring I your need a pistol armor. and a rifle and a lot of ammo. Yeah, bring your armor too. Just brandish right. everything. Every story you go into. <laughs> I'm like, I heard Pontius is <laughs> fucked up. I'm like the guy that's yeah. fucking up Pontius. <laughs> Where's Will Do? Will Do so alive? He's like, some <laughs> bitch got shot 11 times and lived. Where's she at? Where's that bitch? I'm going to give her the 12th. I want to buy her coffee. Will do sent me you whore. <laughs> Here's yeah. number twelve. Yeah. All I need is one shot, bitch. <laughs> dude, uh, do sit me. <laughs> you send me a movie, like do sit me. I'm the ghost of dude. Yeah. With I, like magazine. I've come to finish clippings. the job. That dude couldn't finish. I love I love white trash Florida. Me too. Like that's real so like not like the white great. trash Florida that we have that's like kinda like meth and weird. Yeah, and like 
Yeah, I disgusting. Don't know. I, I like like the, the like southern the white city. trash. The boys oh, okay. that are down to shoot their cousins. Yeah, <laughs> so. they still do math in their trash, but they're more fun. It's yeah. probably not the first time he shot something into his cousin. They're just acting no, out that's out. what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think Maybe she got an abortion. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it was. He, it was she his kid though. She oh, probably okay. told him she was pregnant. With, with his, his kid, kid yeah. yeah, and she killed it, and he got. And then pissed. he just went fucking. He's like, "You kill my baby, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> <laughs> or he wanted to kill her, because and the baby. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think we'll, we'll never know unless he wrote it on the wall. I think Will Do's a pro. Well, he wrote life. something on the wall. I just don't know if it's legible. <laughs> yeah, Will Do strikes <laughs> me as pro life. It's every, yeah. every one of his thoughts he painted on the wall. <laughs> yeah, the whole With house his is brain. Just, it's like uh, it's like a Native American uh, cave in there. Fucking the imagery. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, shit. he, he uh, strikes me as a uh, pro-life guy. So. I think yeah. so. I don't think it may be, you know. <laughs> pro-life mainly with just the clump of cells. Pro, <laughs> not pro, with his cousin. Pro, yeah. not his life or hers. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say pro-life except hers and his life. Only for unborn lives, not for... Imagine you know, that. He's like, he's like, he's on like the negotiation. He's like, I'm pro-life. <laughs> and then I'll hear him shoot himself. <laughs> They're like, oh, sir, you just shot your cousin 11 times. He's like, I'm not pro her life. But she's still not. I mean, she's he's like, oh, well, is she dead? <laughs> They're like, no. He's like, ma. <laughs> They're like, the guy, the negotiator hangs up on the phone. <laughs> Fuck, you got me. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. you got me good. <laughs> I, I, he's like, send in the boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking he's kill him. Like, <laughs> he's like, I got to take a breather. This guy's too good. <laughs> Give me a damn cigarette. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, like, I think damn that's it. it. Pack up, boys. We gotta leave. <laughs> he fucking got me. Uh, He's not coming out. All right, boys. What do you think? I might have to go. Episode uh, sixty nine. Episode sixty nine. Every episode is sixty nine from now on. All right. Cheers Wasn't this, this four twenty? Cheers. Cheers. Hopefully, this gets out and you guys figure out Cameron has a kid now. Which yeah. Is, mm. Good night. Breakfast in the morning from seven to nine, but we just can't seem to wake up in time. We grab a cup of coffee and we're off to hit the road. Now we're running on fumes, no time to kill. We got one more show and it's a shitty door deal. Breaking my back just to make a couple more. Yeah, it's another hotel room, sleeping on the floor. Pay my dues, I'm eating, love the road, I'm